Hey you, thanks for tuning into the Waiting List Podcast. I'm Long Long. I'm Daniel. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are three watch friends with a healthy obsession for watches. So sit back and relax with us while we chat with collectors, industry giants, and share some good vibes. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Waiting List Podcast. Today on our show, we welcome back Carolina Bucci. The last time we interviewed her in October of last year, the three of us, so that was Jack, Dan, and myself, we got off the call and we were just in awe and we couldn't wait to interview her again. So thank you again for agreeing to come on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So um, obviously everyone is excited. They want to hear about the AP. But before I get into the new AP, I want to know first, where are you right now? And how is the COVID situation? Because the last time we spoke, it was a bit of a stressful situation. I remember you were traveling with family and we were talking about being at the airport and some people weren't wearing face masks and it was just somewhat hectic. So where are you now? Um, I'm in London right now, which is where I live uh, predominantly. And uh, COVID, uh, I think the big question mark here is what COVID? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think. London it's a it's a slightly strange reality um every I think the best way to put it is I don't think people test furiously anymore and so nobody really knows um life is pretty normal I guess in brackets and um and I think everybody's just kind of getting on with it but I having said that I was in Florence um two weekends ago and there it was really shocking because you have life and parties and everything going on in full swing. And then I remember at seven o'clock at night, I was in the car and I was driving and I saw a street that was completely empty with one lady walking her dog with the mask and gloves. Um, mm. So there was like this contrast of party on one side and then a completely empty street. She's wearing the whole. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know where we are with COVID. Um, I guess we just live and and be careful that's my yeah. view yeah um well dan is still in shanghai and as you know like they had yeah. i would say the longest lockdown in history right yeah. so and i haven't spoken to you 96 in a while, days yeah. i'm a bit gutted i didn't make it to 100 days <laughs> yeah you can still quarantine yourself but what's the situation dan like uh, uh actually i just uh went out on a two-day like trip uh yeah like within Shanghai, unfortunately. If you leave Shanghai, you're quarantined seven days straight away, like within China, I'm not even talking outside. So nobody's really leaving Shanghai and you need a 72 hour COVID test, a COVID test within 72 hours to go into any, any place. Mm-hmm. So that's really annoying because that really means you've got to get tested every 48 hours. To go like um, even to the restaurant and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbers, uh, anything, any building. Yeah, you need even a car park. You need it. Well, so, yeah, they won't even let you in the car park if you can't throw the code. So, and it says the hours now on the code. Oh, so, so really, you can be stuck. Yeah, it's just really. It's, an hour. Like, <laughs> it's it's really yeah, just shit. <laughs> like, All right. It's not the say it. Okay, uh, and I was just going to say, like the way Carolina you describe things, because I remember from the first podcast we went through that story. And if you haven't heard this story, I'm not going to go through it. But I mean, Carolina goes into uh, I can't remember her episode number, but try and look for it about how she stalked this woman with this watch, 
you know, when she was trying to find the watch that she wanted, which is an AP. I'm not going to ruin the story, but if you want to hear it, just, like, and that, how you just described when you saw a lady with a dog and you see things in pictures, mm, don't I you? Do. Like, like the way it's the way you just described it was very similar to that's how she described not that story, but how you describe things. But I think that's actually the best. I've never heard it described. I've never heard myself described like that. But actually, you're right. I do see it's exactly how I see things, um, pictures. And if I can't visualize it, I literally will not remember the story. And I think it's just <laughs> my brain functions like this. Um, so, yes, I visualize things, moments, um, smells have a big part of it as well. So because I'm my sense of smell is kind of crazy out of this world too sensitive so that plays a big role as well but yes um yeah do you, do you have photogenic um memory have you uh photographic generally yeah, yeah. So sorry <laughs> Phot photographing memory sorry also photogenic because i make everything <laughs> no definitely <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah. um oh, yes i do have complete photographic yeah. in fact my husband always makes fun of me because he'll say remember that day da, da, da. and i'm like yes, I was wearing that dress and that bracelet. And he's like, seriously, you remember that, but you don't remember like where we were, what we, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, details for me are important. And uh, it, it's, I, everything is a, for me, a, almost like a snapshot of a moment in my yeah. life. And that's mm -hmm. how my jewelry is and my watches, anything that I create kind of represents uh, a moment. So all my collections for me are almost like looking through photo albums. Um, mm -hmm which I furiously make for my family as well. So yes, I think it, I have one, one mode, I guess. That's really cool. All right, so I wanna move on to the, basically we're gonna start talking about the watch. So for people that don't know the AP I'm talking about, this is the new collaboration. All I know it is 34 mm black ceramic. Well, Caroline is wearing it now and it has pink accents. So um, rose, uh, particularly rose gold to be specific and a rainbow sapphire dial. Um, so firstly, my first question is how did the idea come about? And like, why was the rainbow the inspiration? Well, like, and why, why did the rainbow get included into the design? Yes. So my, I'm, my life is in my brain doesn't just work in pictures. It usually works in color as well. Mm. And uh, so that's a really big part of how I, what I love and how I function. And um, I've been playing with the idea of, uh, well, I love color in general and mm. colorful things. And, you know, I surround myself by that. And then I think in the world of uh, watches and jewelry and everything in general, I was getting a little bit frustrated because I felt that rainbow had become a little bit like the new beige. Mm -hmm. um, so literally everything all of a sudden was rainbow. And to me, it wasn't fun or funky or different anymore. It became really boring, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, in fact, I came to uh, hate kind of the word rainbow because mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just overused. It's like too much of something can be a bad thing, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think in the world of watches as well, it, it I'm not going to name names, but I think mm -hmm. it became too much. And, uh, but I still felt that there was a way to make a colorful watch um, without being obvious and without being too unicorn and, and rainbows, I guess, kind of way. Mm -hmm. and, um, and also, I think, it, like I said just now, every piece that I create is a 
reaction, a reflection, or is inspired by a moment in my life. So with my previous collaborations with uh, AP, um, I really focused on uh, beauty and so celebration of that. So using the Florentine finish and creating, making these watches sparkle um, was really a celebration of craft and beauty. Um, and then I guess I started looking a little bit more about uh, at urban environments um, and uh, specifically walking on the street and I live in London so we do get quite a bit of rain um, and it's a clean city but not you know just mm -hmm. big span and uh, walking on the street and I would see you know when you see those oil yeah. puddles on the floor and yeah. they and then you catch like this rainbow uh, yeah. colorful and again it's something very far from something beautiful in terms of what it is because it's actually mm -hmm. dirt and disgusting yeah. but to me it was about finding beauty in everyday environment, in your everyday life. Um, and not to be too metaphorical, because I don't think about these things <laughs> at the time. They're just a feeling and that evolves and transforms into the pictures that come out in my head about a product mm -hmm. that then when I look back, I'm like, oh, that re represents what I've been living. Uh, it kind of represented, I guess, the COVID moment, mm -hmm. I guess, maybe, and a little bit before, um, where you can find beauty. It doesn't have to be in your face. You need to look for it. You need to have your eyes open and look at everything, experience everything, and you will find beauty in unexpected places. So that's really was the kind of the state of mind um, that I was coming from. And I think also when asked what I wanted to do for my next collaboration, um, I think I wanted to also step out of my comfort zone and my comfort zone is gold that's my material mm -hmm. so I wanted to go to something uh completely different in fact we're working with ceramic uh mm -hmm. which is a completely new material for me um and then uh in black which is uh, ironically the complete absence of color mm -hmm. uh and then for the dial I wanted to create something very understated that almost that you need like those oils patches oil, you know on the on the street you don't always see that rainbow effect you have mm -hmm. to the light has to hit it right at the right time you need if you stand here or here you might not see this you won't, you won't see mm -hmm. the same thing so i wanted to create that effect that it could be this watch could be whatever you wanted it to be it could be just looking completely slick and black and understated but if the light hits it at the right angle you get this uh burst of color mm -hmm. and, uh, and also it's completely different each time because of how the dials again are made so that mm -hmm. was really the um, the inspiration to create the non-rainbow rainbow watch <laughs> kind of mm -hmm. uh concept i guess i have a oh, i think it's a yeah. great product like yeah. when you say rainbow I mean, the thing is, I find it funny because you're so, I think on the podcast and with that, with all respect to all the other guests we had, I really found your creative mind to be so free. Like, yeah. it's really a pleasure to to talk to you because I've never seen a mind kind of work yeah. the way yours do. And when you think of Swiss watch industry, you must, it must be like the total opposite of how you think. You must be like banging your head against the wall because when they said rainbow, they literally just mean gem sets. Like it's just actually confined to gem set. It's not even any other kind of like transition of of how the rainbow works. It's you know just gem sets, and nobody like really thought. I, I couldn't even think like that was even possible that yeah. that you had you had tried. But my question is, how does it actually 
work? The, the rainbow effect. You said like it's a yeah. unique <laughs> thing. How does it actually like work? Uh, you mean the dial or? Yeah, the dial, the dial. So, How does it give that effect? So it's pretty complicated. Like most things that I uh, imagine and dream up, the the effect, the result is very, oh, easy, right? It looks simple. Yeah, looks effortless. Effortless. But actually uh, achieving that is always pretty much a, a nightmare. Um, and I think uh, in this case, we, I think we have to, I know we have to also be kind of grateful for this extra time of peace and quiet that, and restriction that we've had because I genuinely don't think um, that we would have achieved it exactly like this if we hadn't had all this downtime because yeah. the trials were so many and they were so kind of failures at the beginning mm -hmm. and uh, and so I think if we had had you know the pressure to launch or something we would have had to move on in some way but here it was really um so it's a it's a it's a multi-step process, and it, it, it and again it's not something that just existed. We had to work to figure out how to achieve that result. So it's a it's called a microstructuring, and um, and then there's a level of a layer of gold metallization that is applied to the underside of the of the dial, and then when the light catches it in the right way, that's when you get this effect oh, uh, but okay. it's not so it's not and there's this illusion also of the tapicity yeah. which if you remember from my last collaboration i removed uh, yeah. the big controversial element was that i completely removed the tapicity from the the, mm. the watch which was a big no-no in the world of uh, ap and royal mm. oak that mm. had never been done um where here i felt that for my third collaboration um i wanted to mess with that that last code that had I hadn't touched, um, and so that's why the the tapicity is there, but it's there and it's not there. It's kind of kind of an illusion, and again, you need to play with it. And I think the pictures that you would have seen, um, I'll, I'll be interesting to hear your thoughts after you see the yeah. watch in real, because the pictures don't really reflect how the watch looks in real life, if I may say so. That's what you yeah, said last time about no, the other watch. It's true. I mean, that's that's kind of a big uh, thing that I do, not mm -hmm. by intentionally, but my pieces are always impossible to photograph. But again, mm -hmm. I stand by what I said last time, is that I think the end result is better than it looks like in pictures. Um, and you get that, oh, so I think at first when you please, when you look at the watch, you play with it and you're like, oh yeah, well, I don't see it. And then all of a sudden you catch it and you get that, oh, there, there it is. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I wanted to achieve. It was that surprise element. Again, we need to constantly feel surprised by things that are out of our control. I have so many. Hold on, when are you actually going to yeah. go and see it? So it's either tomorrow or the, or the day after. And they, oh. and obviously I'm also thinking like, I, I know this is just thinking too much, but I'm also thinking I don't want to go and see it at 6 p.m. because I need to, I need to use the sunlight. Yeah. yeah, and there's no point going to a store and using the the store light. So I actually thought about this, and then which yes. store can I go to where I can go outdoors? I actually thought all this um, where they will let you go outdoors. Exactly. So yeah. my question was about. Um, was actually about, you know how with Royal Oaks, there's different tapestry sizes. There's big, there's small. 
So did you toy with different sizes and make lots of prototypes and then say, I think this one works better or? Um, no, this is, I mean, again, it's loosely based on the traditional uh, tapisserie mm -hmm. for yeah. the Royal Oak. Also the watch, like you said at the beginning is 34 millimeters. Mm -hmm. um, so it needed to be that, yeah, it's not the jumbo, uh, the yeah. mega tapisserie. Um, but again, the way you, whichever way you look at it, when you catch it, mm -hmm. It doesn't always look like a tapicity. Sometimes it looks like just um, little kind of almost like 11s. Mm. Um, it really kind of looks very different, no matter, you know, whichever way you hold it, the way the light hits it. And also you never really get it across the whole dial. You kind of get it in, in rays, um, but it's always different. Sometimes it's very pastel-y, sometimes it's more bright. Um, that's what I love about it, the unpredictability. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'd like to ask, did why did you go for like uh, ceramic and black ceramic uh, particularly? Because you obviously you're known for the Florentine finish, you know, in your own jewelry, and I can I, I can understand like from your personality, you don't want to do the same thing again. But you know why black ceramic? Because you're such a colorful person. I thought you'd do a blue ceramic because I think your favorite color is blue, isn't it? You're not the only one who thought that that's what I was going to do. Uh, it is. Blue is my favorite color. Not just any blue, but specific uh, um, hue of blue. But um, I wanted the absence of color. And I wanted that contrast between. I wanted to de almost demystify the rainbow, that it's not this fluffy, um, you know, colorful, like I said, unicorns. And uh, it, it can be cool. It can be harsh. Uh, and in fact, like I said before, I have two teenager sons uh, who don't really pay much attention to what I do. And they're like, yeah, whatever. My mom makes jewelry. Um, and even <laughs> other watches, they're like, yeah, yeah. This one, they can't stop taking it off my wrist and saying, can I try it? Can I try it? Can I try it? Which for me is super exciting because again, mm -hmm. I create things specifically selfishly for myself first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now I have two teenager boys that think that I'm, hey, I'm coolish. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, but mainly that I created something super cool that they like, that their friends like. Um, so I'm quite excited about that. But it's, again, I think it's also the black that takes the edge off the, um, the colorfulness, but also really the, the, it came from the, I didn't want to create something pretty. I wanted to create something strong and stealth. And, mm -hmm. and to me, black was what, what was going to help me achieve that. Did, did Francois give okay. you any brief? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I also want to say. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he said, what next? And uh, so I, I think he almost said, what next? Kind of half holding his head because he knew <laughs> that uh, it wasn't going to be easy again. And, um, and when I told them, he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and uh, the whole process started again and we had a great time. But yes, it's, uh, I feel like our our relationship is almost like a nature channel, you know, when, uh, when you need to witness the two reactions of the two sides. Um, but that's what we enjoy. It's a challenge of, from a technical point of view and from a, a concept point of view. And listen, we, I'm very happy and very proud uh, of what we achieved. And I love this watch. I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Um, so I'm very thankful that they put up with me yet again. I, I actually have a random question. So when I um, listen to interviews 
um, with musicians, right? They always worry about topping the last record and doing better, doing more sales. So because the previous watch did so well, were you, did you feel any anxiety or feel nervous about being able to create something like cooler? Um, no, uh, no, no, honestly, okay. no. I mean, I think I, I'm not very good at doing things that I don't like uh, or things that I'm told. And I think this we kind of established in this relationship <laughs> with AP. Mm -hmm. So that's where there was not really no brief. Um, and it was about, again, creating something. For me, it was about disrupting and creating mm -hmm. something different. And my aim is always to create, I, I hate when people just get lazy and repeat or copy mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. uh, you know the, you can be inspired by mm -hmm. everything god knows i get inspired by anything and mm -hmm. other people and everything but i think it my aim is always to create something that hasn't been done before um mm -hmm. and i think that that was that's more my focus is to create something new and different uh rather than better yes i mean as an extension i hope that it's better than the next one than the previous one yeah. but um but I don't think this is necessarily better. It's different. It's and different, I still right. love the other one, the other yeah. ones. And yeah. I think they each, but I wouldn't have gone here without the previous steps. So yeah. I think it's all necessary. So when you okay. said you wanted to challenge yourself and you wanted to work with a different material. So you're like, okay, let me try black ceramic. What is the actual process? They, do you go in and take a piece of black ceramic and start like hammering it, like playing with it. How do you get to like test it out? Yeah. How many did well, you break? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the black ceramic part in fairness is uh, AP has mastered. And so again, for me, it was about, uh, I, come at, I come at it from an aesthetic point of view. I know what I want to create. I know what I want the finished product to look like. Then mm -hmm. I lean on uh, AP's expertise to achieve that and make that happen. And black ceramic is something that AP had already um, was already working with. In fact, last year they launched the a full black yeah. watch. Yeah. Um, it's been perfected and improved uh, because I think it's a very difficult material to work with. And I think there were some issues with like the durability or something. Mm -hmm. right? But uh, so that they that that side they mastered entirely. So that was not my tinkering with the black ceramic. I wanted to use and adopt the black ceramic as a background to the dial that I wanted to create. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't break anything this time. Uh, not myself. Uh, although I can tell you because not only the black ceramic has been perfected, but also the um, uh, the bracelet and the shape of the links and the way that uh, it fits together. So the screws are invisible now on the bracelet. Um, when my I received, when the, the watch finally arrived, uh, it needed to be resized because I have a very small wrist. And the AP um, technician was here actually in my kitchen resizing it. And I remember taking the links off and saying, no, you don't need that many links. I'm like, yes. And then eventually it's like, oh yeah, your wrist is really small. Um, <laughs> and then I go through this every time. And anyway, and then he was doing it and he, it, I'd never seen this tool that he was using. And I heard this noise that is still stuck in my head, which was like, when you crunch, like you crush a nut, like, you know, with a nutcracker. And I looked at him like, what did you do? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 this is how 
we re we take the screws out now. They created this new tool, but yes, the sound was horrifying. But actually, not a scratch, all perfect and all mastered. So that's, that's AP. So cool. That's, That's really me. cool. Mm. I, I bet AP are happy that they released that normal black ceramic one before yours, because let's be honest, nobody would want like that one after if yours came out first. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine if they'd be able to sell that other one. Right. Because nobody wants that one now. Surely, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you're like, allowed to answer No, I, I totally agree. Do you know that. what I mean? Yeah, or it'll be like, you only got this because you couldn't get that one. <laughs> yeah, it looks so plain. <laughs> especially wanted, because it's yeah. so stealth you know the rainbow thing is so stealth that it's, it's, yeah. it's it just is. that perfect amount of ah I got that one and you don't yeah yeah well, that that's what I wanted to achieve I didn't want a rainbow watch that was just in your face and constantly loud and annoying I wanted something that was just could be whatever you want it to be and it just catches you like life um at least in my eyes okay I so I, think I have a, I have a question which is you know Caroline, you like doing new things, you know, you know, something gets your interest and then off you go, you're, you're gone. Now you're three watches in, movies finish at trilogies. Oh, God. No, they don't. Yeah, they well, don't. Well, you do like, if you do Star Wars, you kind of go, you know, four, five, six, yeah, then you do Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm so happy. Listen, I, I never planned too far in, a, in advance. I mean, this watch took three years to come from big concept to, to, to birth. Um, actually, the same as my uh, new brace at Colorfield. They were kind of born at the same time in my head. And again, from a technique technical point of view, it took me three years to master that technique and work out exactly how it could be done. Um, so you never know. I have lots of, I have always, I always have something cooking uh, mm -hmm. in my head. I just never know when they're going to be ready. And uh, some things take three years. Some things can be, you know, can be ready before. So never say never, but um, okay. I'm always satisfied at every stage uh, with what I've, you know, with my with, 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 with now like three watches in, you must have the confidence and, you know, the reception by the public and the consumer of your product have you thought about like including that in your own kind of collection because you do like jewelry anyway you know like an extension would be like okay you go on to watches because your design design is so strong and mm -hmm. you know to find somebody other than ap and you know to make your own launch your own kind of product that that could be a possibility right yeah, I mean, it could be a possibility, not one that I think I'd like to do. I like jewelry is what I do. And I I love playing my hand at a few other things. Watches is, is a passion. I love it. I have uh, plenty more ideas uh, that I'd like to develop. Um, but I, I don't think I, and I always try and think about it from a consumer point of view. And again, it starts with me. I like to lean on the expertise of um, people who do it best. So uh, mm. I wouldn't, you know, Carolina Bucci is not known for the mechanisms or that's not my expertise. That's not my, technically my interest, if you want. Mm. Uh, I like to make things look the way I want them to look. Mm. And I like to partner with someone who is the master of what they do. So no, no Carolina Bucci solo brand 
watch coming soon. <laughs> Again. I think you're a great asset to AP. I mean, they I must know. be so happy they've got you designing some of those ladies' watches because they are in every design is. Well, I mean, once you introduced last time you introduced the frosted made into the men's collection. I'm sure this is going to end up in somehow yeah. the men's collection, right? This is getting a lot of attention from men, yes, and yeah. uh, and it makes me again from my teenage sons to men of every age. Uh, yeah, definitely, it's. Uh, but also again, that makes me smile because I don't design specifically for women, for men. For I design for me, and then the fact that men come to uh, be interested in a watch yeah. that you know is made by a woman in theory for a woman um makes it even more of a check check yeah i know yeah. it's like a double whammy kind of thing but yes. this actually this is my biggest shock with um when i told you i kind of like brief like roughly looked at the size of the watch and so on online i think i was really surprised that you chose 34 mm because with the previous one that was 37 I mean, you know, the reception, like all the men loved it. Like what made you think, okay, men love it, but let me just now, you know, make it 34. Um, originally, the the, my dream of the 34, my idea of the 34 actually came before my idea, before my idea of what the watch would look like. So it actually came when we finished the, because remember when we launched the, uh, Carolina Bucci previous special edition we did a world tour in a way mm -hmm, I mean mm -hmm. where yeah. um, and uh, after we finished in Asia so we did Hong Kong and Singapore yeah. and Japan um, actually I I felt that we needed to go smaller okay. that's when I started craving that and also because again I saw men coming to our events loving it um, and uh, and I th saw a few men also, uh, maybe also the proportions of the wrists were slightly different. Yeah. And I saw, I just felt, I visualized that a smaller watch could look really cool on a man uh, mm -hmm. as well. So it wasn't just for women, but it was at the end of that trip that I remember I was in Switzerland after after we finished all the tours and I was sitting and having lunch with Francois Benamias and I said, mm -hmm. I know what we want to do next. And I think we need to make smaller one um mm -hmm. but i didn't want to do 33 millimeters because 33 millimeters that we launched in the first mm -hmm. collaboration 2016 was um quartz mm -hmm. and i didn't want to do a quartz watch uh, for me it needed mm -hmm. to be an automatic and so ap was working on the mechanism for or the automatic yeah. for the 34 so that's why we also were waiting for that because that's what I loved. It was the perfection and the complication of the 37 and the, an automatic watch, but actually in a smaller package, which was very complicated, obviously, to make. So that actually, that's where I decided to to do 34, and then I decided what to how to make it look like it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 and also I think it was. There's also an element of. You know, since I was a, a young girl, I've been wanting bigger watches where mm -hmm. my family were giving me watches that were lady watches, which I never liked and never wore because I felt they were just a little boring and mm -hmm. too small. And I was going oversized. Um, and now I felt, I don't know, there's a, maybe a, a quiet confidence that this is <laughs> this is good. This is a perfect yeah. size. Um, 
And actually, the, rea- the, the feedback that I'm getting a lot is when people see it, is that they think in pictures it looks bigger. Yeah. And then when they oh, see it. Okay. Um, but I think also you need to see the, the proportions because the proportions are just perfect. It's mm-hmm. still not a dainty watch. It's still a big yeah. looking, you know, a sizable looking watch. And again, that's what I wanted to retain because that's the Royal Oak. It's a, it was mm-hmm. born as a sporty watch. So that's what I want to. I always am f- very careful not to make it too precious because to me it needs to stay what Geragenta originally designed it for. It's a sporty watch. Um, so yes, but I, I think this size is quite perfect actually. And in fact, to people yeah. who say that it's too big, yeah. I my response is, you wait, you'll come around. <laughs> You're gonna go smaller. You will go smaller. Would you? I actually have to agree with that because I thought I was someone that would always do 37, 38, and even push it to 40. But more recently, especially this year, I actually felt like, oh, I could do really small and keep going smaller and smaller. Yeah. 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 And it's maybe it's an yeah. age thing. I'm not sure what it is, but it's like you said, yeah. you just feel like, okay, I can wear something so small that maybe only I can appreciate it, but that's good enough for me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Before it was like, how far can I go on like bigger? And now it's mm-hmm. like, how far can I go the, well, other, the other way? way. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Did you and also ever, if yeah. you think, Sorry, if you think about, you know, my first AP, my first Royal Oak, which is a vintage one, mm-hmm. uh, is a 36 millimeter, actually. And mm-hmm. that was, uh, that's a watch from the early 80s. And mm-hmm. that was a men's watch. Yeah. And a big men's watch for that time. Mm-hmm. So because watches were 40, you know, 50, maybe it. So it's only then that everything started getting bigger, bigger, bigger. But I think there's also a cycle to things. And uh, yeah, so. Did you ever? Yeah. So, so far you've done only uh, time only pieces, right? Uh, At least for the women's collection. Did you ever think about moving into complications or even designing something for the concept line? I have, uh, yes, I have an idea for a complication. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a complicated complication. but yes, I, that's my next dream, actually, to develop that one. Um, I'm not going to tell you more because okay. then I'll kill you. Okay. But, uh, but uh, yes, complicated. Yes, definitely. As long as you keep designing yeah. them, I'm sure Long Long's money will keep going to AP. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you uh, would yeah. love this one. Yeah, you would love I know. I, yeah. And Honestly, that's how I, yeah. I always get so excited for the next thing. I mean, I love this and I'm obsessed with this. But I, as long as I have ideas, I get excited about what I could do next. I think Long Long subtly yeah. hinting to you what she wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry, yeah. I'm there. Because in but my also mind, for me, yeah. they need to be always um, different. So they don't need to be in competition with each other. Because again, okay. I have all my watches and I enjoy wearing all of them. And it's mm-hmm. not, oh, that's too similar to that. There can never be from a commercial point of view as well, because we're not doing this. I mean, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> for what we're doing it, there needs to be also not this or that. It's in time you collect and you have, your collection is very varied. So each watch needs to serve a different purpose. Hmm. Did you ever think about creating um, dress watches? Yes. Or like maybe taking the millinery case and working on that? Have you been like? Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working for AP guys. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, okay. let's let's just keep, yeah, like good. let's keep some secrets. Okay, uh, so it's going to be a few years, yeah, because anything you design, Carolina, is going to take a few years just to develop. Like, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. why was the white ceramic not considered uh, considered since it's about? I mean, like we're into summer right now, so wouldn't did you ever yeah, think I kind of about see that when, working? Yeah. Like, rainbow and summer, white, yeah. The white ceramic was a, a brief thought, actually. In my, but uh, I think from a technical point of view, first of all, I, I was leaning more towards the black anyway. And I quite like that, again, that strength, that stealth, that understated. Um, and I think from a technical point of view, the white ceramic uh, has some limitations uh, in its wear. And oh, so okay. I didn't want to go that route. Um, in fact, AP, I don't think no longer, any, don't make the, any of the maybe a few only mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i also um, abuse yeah. my watches so i wanted something that can definitely handle my the carolina abuse <laughs> it's interesting it, yeah. as well because yeah. i remember on your first watch you said that you love the scratches that you came on because it gave you lots of character right yes but you know the one that long long has which is the mirror dialed uh, carolina bucci edition plus this one you can't scratch them you can't no. make any marks on them no, you right can. so you can't add to that character can you you can you can and in fact i have a for example with the with the gold one because the florentine finish like you know people don't realize well people do realize but some people don't think about it uh jewelry does get dirty as well and creates a patina or a patina and uh and it just over time and so in fact i i've met people over time that Maybe, you know, I've had that watch from day one. So I've been wearing it, I think, more and longer than anyone. Um, and we compare the colors and they're like, yeah. oh, but yours is a bit darker. Dark. I'm like, no, mine's dirty, but yeah. I, I quite like it actually like this because it's less, you know. Same. Uh, I actually like it dirtier now. Like, if exactly. that makes sense. That's, yeah. That's how you put your, you know, but if you, but the beauty is that if you wanted to go back to, you know, brand new, all we have to do is clean it and then it yeah. does. So there is a yeah I know throughout this interview you keep saying I design with like myself in mind so you think about would you wear this watch how you would wear the watch but um do you ever think mm, I wonder who's the end customer and have you met any end customers that have surprised you that you thought whoa I didn't think my watch would appeal to this person and it did I, I, yes, I meet them every day, wherever I go, wherever I am. And uh, I think the thing that has surprised me, the, well, that was definitely not in my thought, were that, was that men would um, come to my watches for themselves, not just as a gift uh, for mm -hmm. some, for a loved one. Um, so that I think has been the biggest surprise because it was not in my plans. And, uh, and I, I really enjoyed that actually, because I think with this watch even more, it's come back like that where I've had so many men saying I want it and the wife is like no but I want it They're like no but I want it I'm like well you yeah. can share <laughs> um but yeah. Uh, yeah it's actually one of those rare ones that you can actually share yeah 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 well what's the um is it limited limited edition is it 300 limited? again all right so already like well, moon dust can't get this is, it like. this is a really dumb question but i just want to know who comes up with this number 300 like why is it not 280 or like 200 why is it always 300 uh the numbers guy francois <laughs> <laughs> so we sit there and we're like how many and he just you, you see he 
he there's like 30 seconds maybe of thinking then he goes 300 we're like done okay so he long, long. yeah when you get yours right you <laughs> need to talk to ap to get that 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 machine that carolina yeah. was saying about resizing because yeah, then we can share it yeah oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah we right. can share it okay like, so no. <laughs> i can do it myself all right you like you'll probably never ever see it again but that's not the point <laughs> Like the amount of guys I have to say with the yellow gold one, the mirror one, the amount of guys that I meet from the watch uh, get togethers that try to squeeze in and have successfully squeezed in has amazing <laughs> because they find a way to squeeze it in. And I'm staring at them thinking, please don't break it. Please don't break it. Because I'm the kind of person that if they do break it, I would just, I wouldn't know what to say. Right. So like, um, it's okay. Today. Yeah. No, I killed. Yeah, actually it's not okay. <laughs> But you know what? It's exactly, I've had the same exact thing when, when on the day that it launched, I was actually in Morocco um, uh, with friends at a party and uh, that's, you know, finally I could wear it because my secret was out yeah, and, yeah. and uh, all the men that were trying to try it on, try it on exactly like that. And it made me laugh again, because usually it's us that, you know, we're going by shoes and if they only have half a size too small, we're like, yeah, but I really love them. I'll buy them anyway. But yeah. it's like scrunched in. Yeah. This was kind of the same where the man is like, no, no, I can do it. <laughs> like you can't, but it's okay. What is your launch day um, process like? Like you know the you know the articles are coming out like in an hour, in two hours. Like what are you doing and what are you feeling? I have no plan. As much as I try to plan, it never. It, it's I just can't. And I, I think you know, the, as long as I have the product with me. In fact, that was the the big thing that I was not in London on June first, mm -hmm. and uh, but I was leaving a few days before, so this watch needed to come to me. And I said I need to have it so that it's with me on the day we launched. Um, and uh, and then I just wear it, and then you know I. I'll take a picture i'll play with it but it's uh it, it there's no plan there's no pre-thinking there's it, it it wouldn't work i don't know i don't know how to make it like that so i just need to put it on and start enjoying it and then mm -hmm. that's that and really do you read the comments i like, did yeah. uh i do you know what i i also listen i think again the world has become a strange place where there's a lot of i think people with not enough to do maybe um yes. <laughs> who have a lot to say and uh, and it fascinates me um and i am yeah i love reading everything and i have to say i'm not someone that also gets offended because mm -hmm. you talk about my kids um you're dead but uh i think you know about what i create either whether you like it or you don't or the, mm -hmm. I, I welcome all the comments and all the feedback but I have to say, I haven't seen any negative feedback. <laughs> That's great. Um, um, yeah, but I do enjoy reading through it and seeing, because I want to hear what people think, but it doesn't mm -hmm. change. If I love it, I still love it. So it doesn't change. Okay. Um, with with, uh, with yeah. only 300 pieces, right? Did many people message you saying, you know, any friends of yours message saying yeah. like, sort us one out, <laughs> like, and did you have the power? You know, the, this time, it, I mean, the watch world again in the last few years has gone in a yeah, stronger yeah. and stronger and stronger. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think we were not selling this watch directly like we were the previous edition that was actually sold also in our store. Um, but since June 1st, we've been overwhelmed. And mm -hmm. even the girls in my store just, you know, they're like, oh, my God, because people come every 
they call every day and they're like, can I have this? Can I have it? And, you, and I mean, we have our clients um, mm-hmm. that definitely we're working with AP to, mm-hmm. we put our clients forward and, but if he has to work on also on their process, because uh, you need to, you know, you want this watch to go to a collector, not yeah, to exactly. someone who's just going to flip it for mm-hmm. uh, profit immediately. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's a rigorous process that we do with them. Um, but ultimately, they, they have the, you know, the power. Yeah, we definitely have put all our, all our people forward, all our loyal clients and, um, and true collectors, because that's, that's who I wanted to go to. Yeah, cool. I mean, once, once it was to find a ceramic, I think the, the, the market price is always going to be high. For any AP ceramic is going to be high. And then once you add... It's the subtlety of the rainbow dial and the fact that w- like women and men can like pull it off. It's just it just opens up the market even more. Um, that watch is always going to be desired by like scalpers and and flippers for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's great that you know that the watch is for the most part ending up with proper collectors. Probably that I've spent a crap ton already at AP. Let's be honest. Yes, I think, and, and I think those are probably the, the most negative comments that I that we've received, the frustration, I think, of mm-hmm. people who are like, oh, I can't find it, I can't get it, I wish I mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. uh, But again, they're only 300, so we can't make everyone happy. <laughs> um, does your like does your store get the same thing that watch stores get? Like when people go and make small talk and then eventually they drop the oh, okay so how do I get the watch or do they just open the door come in they're like are you selling the watch uh I think it's been pretty direct okay. <laughs> people, people are like coming straight and going okay and actually we've had hilarious uh moments where they're like yeah. uh I will buy all of this <laughs> all of this and all of this. <laughs> and we're like no 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 you don't need to buy all of this uh we'll do what we can but you know um but it I don't need your firstborn. I don't need any of, you know, all of this, but it's, uh, yeah, no, very direct, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Um, very, very direct. I kind of want to know, cause this has happened to me quite a few times because it's limited to 300 pieces. So I think a lot of guys don't know that this is actually an AP watch. So sometimes when I travel, for some reason, I don't know why some Chinese people think I can't understand Chinese or something. So I can hear the conversation and they're like, do you think it's real? Like, is it from AP? Because they haven't seen a frosted gold one. Do you have you gotten anything with the ceramic one where people are like, what is that? Um, I think I have it. Well, again, what the way that it's been happening and it's pretty fresh because it's only mm. been out. I've only had it on my wrist officially for what 19 20 days mm-hmm. um so it's yeah uh, I think the main thing is that, that again when you look at it you're not sure what it is and then even there'll be I can see they're looking at it they're looking at it and then when the light hits it they're like wait 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 can I see what's on your wrist so it's it that's the experience that I've had uh so far um and uh yeah I think, I don't know, it's again, it's a surprise element, but I love that because I think there needs to be a sense of discovery a little bit mm-hmm. in everything. Everything can't be just so obvious and so accessible and so yeah. uh, in everything. I mean, that's the best thing that I tell my my kids all the time. That's why I drag them to our house in upstate New York for the 
summer, um, you need to be bored. You need to understand boredom because when you're bored, you daydream and you think and your brain goes in different directions. And that's the same with everything. You need to, you can't just be focused constantly on something. And so I think that's the same with discovering new things. You look around, you see what people have on and, and um, I think that's, I don't know, that's how I like to do it at least. Okay. Um, with your previous watch, you had the Florentine finish, which was like what you have in your jewelry. So you incorporated that in the AP watch. Now you've kind of like found this way of having this rainbow effect. Will it reverse back into your jewelry? Will you think how I can use this into my jewelry? Does it work at all? No, I don't think so. Um, I think this is the the best use, the best effect for the, the best use for this uh, effect is behind the sapphire uh, glass. I think I don't think it's something that I want because I think it would make the jewelry for me. The jewelry needs to stay gold. Um, mm -hmm. That's my material. I love experimenting with different things. I mean, ceramic is a really interesting material that I'd like to explore and play with more because again of all the different color options that it can because that's one of the things that in jewelry I've always been fascinated by is how can I achieve color in different ways so for example my first pieces I used silk woven in with the gold to achieve color and it was almost like a, a challenge to myself that of course I could use precious stones but it was almost like the I almost felt I hadn't earned it <laughs> and I needed to prove that I could achieve color in different ways. So whether it was enamel or uh, silk or now with uh, my forte beads now in the last four years with my forte beads with uh, semi-precious and hard stones. Um, and then now I'm actually the new bracelet that I launched is entirely precious stones. But again, they're not set in traditional ways. They're woven through. So it's it's always about the technique that it needs to be that interests me the process um but then the result needs to be wearable and like i said at the beginning almost look effortless and easy uh but again the the making is so i'm not no i don't think i'm go i'm using that i'm gonna use that technique for my jewelry and i just want to ask is this is the technique uh for watches patented by ap can any other watch brand use that I don't know, actually. Good question. And would the, what, like, how would you feel if another watch? Would you be flattered, or would you be like, oh god? No, I. You know, it. I feel sad, not for me, but for them, because I think again, that's that's what I. Copies for me are sad because why? Why do you have? Why do you put yourself through that? Why? Why do something that someone else already did? Create something new. I don't know. That's how I feel. I've learned to not get upset about that process. <laughs> and so yeah. I just feel like, okay. why? Probably yeah. best um, not to come to China then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, you know, that my Forte beads, for example, um, have been, you know, recreated <laughs> and people call them Forte yeah. beads as if that's the obvious technical name for them <laughs> like these are called because i go to forte de marmi and that's where i've been making them it's not the the thing anyway but uh, again i've learned through breathing <laughs> to not get too upset <laughs> so no okay uh, there's so many thoughts going through my head before i ask the last question but also because of the way you think and the way you feel inspired uh, to push yourself and to look for inspiration everywhere, it kind of makes me think, 
why hasn't the watch industry spent more time trying to I don't know like train their workers to be more to be more inspired instead of working on technical uh, technicality and all this like why don't they bring them to camps to like you know like just have more ideas like teach them ways to find you know find I guess the question is like why why is it that what has Carolina herself seen in the watch industry whereby products that you can clearly see are so different to what you normally see are not occurring without people like you I think you need to again let your imagination free and just dream up you need to dream you can't just say okay I need to create a watch that is this price this this this, you know you can't design by committee or by spec Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean you can clearly uh, but I think the result is you can tell so to me you like with everything you just creativeness creativity rather Mm -hmm. um is uh it's letting you it's dreaming and then Mm -hmm. you're creating things that that you love and i think Mm -hmm. that's again that's the only way that i know how to do it but um you need the people to you know you need the expertise and the know-how and the studying of all the technical and the mechanism and all the craft side of it but i think for me it all starts and ends with how a piece looks because if i don't like how it looks uh, <laughs> at least for me mm-hmm. otherwise it's an object of mm. value and importance and collectors but i yeah i think you need both but i think you need to have fun enjoy and and dream up pieces that you you and other people mm-hmm. would want to have so to me it's not that difficult but um <laughs> <laughs> well like okay so um how do we dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah she makes well, it think, sound I really think, easy uh, what carolina can't say i can yeah. say what she's saying yeah. is like the swiss watch industry is full of fuddy duddies that just yeah. sit in and don't have a create that don't have that freedom because <laughs> i think that was your yeah. first line and have that freedom to go and think what is possible they're already institutionalized to think in a certain way of mm-hmm. well limitations we have to do it this way we have to do this we have to do this way. Yeah. yeah and i think you also need to listen i think i can have all the freedom of ideas but you need to have on the other side someone who allows you to mess mm-hmm. with them so mm-hmm. i'm forever grateful to ap and to francois yeah. because again when i said what i back in 2014 15 when i said what i wanted to do I was told you're crazy, you're out of your mind, no way. Um, and then again, two, day, two years later, when I wanted to take away the tapicity and put a mirror dial, they're like, no. Uh, and, uh, but, then, but then they let me. And, uh, and I think it's a collaboration. So you need both sides. You need to push, but you need at some point the other side, someone to recognize it and say, okay, let's try. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't have happened. Okay, my final question is, what what is next in the pipeline for you? Because every time I look at you, it's like, okay, I think you dress like amazing, not in that way yeah. that's like so cookie cutter, like branded head to toe, but it's just like fun, uh, very unique, and says loads about your personality. So, would you ever go into fashion? Would you design bags, shoes? No. Probably not. Uh, I love to buy. <laughs> I love to <laughs> I love to wear. Um, 
and I love, you know, I have my favorite things. So I do have a few things that I'm working on, uh, but I think I want to keep it to kind of accessories. Um, I also know nothing about making clothes, not that I couldn't learn, but um, I don't know. I, I think, again, I'd like to leave that, that to who does it best. For me, I, I'd like to stick to, uh, I love homeware. I, I mean, I, I love lots of things, mm-hmm. but it's all things. And I think, again, homeware and things like this, I am, it's closer to me. I actually used to uh, make ceramics and yeah. pottery in my younger self. And uh, so it's something, again, although I wasn't necessarily amazing at it, um, I tried my hand at it and I enjoy it as a kind of a hobby or a de-stress <laughs> activity. Um, but uh, but no, but I mean, we launched, for example, the, you know, the home fragrance, mm-hmm. Villa Colombo, which isn't because I, as I said before, the sense of smell is uh, really important for me. And so I wanted to create the smell and bottle the smell, which represented, again, a state of mind, my my childhood. Um, and so I designed the glassware with, again, though, with Laguna B, so with someone um, who is a master of what they're doing in Murano. And we glasses, actually, I'm drinking out of yeah, one of my- Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. Um, and uh, so all those things, for now, I think I'm quite happy in objects and things mm-hmm. that I, uh, but never say never. I mean, mm. I don't know. I, I, as long as I'm passionate about, I can only do things that I really want and that I can't mm-hmm. find. And also, it's usually when I can't find what I want in that category, mm-hmm. then I really try my hand at that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for clothes and shoes, for now, I'm able to find. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I think uh, I'll leave it to who, who does it best. Okay. So now we go into the pump push around. Um, as you know from last time, whatever oh God, pops into your mind all right <laughs> this is we'll make it easy this time so okay. when it comes to clothes so you love clothes monochrome or prints both <laughs> okay sure <laughs> uh holiday in the city or by the beach oh by the beach all the way okay if you had to choose one dinner or breakfast uh breakfast but later Okay. So I don't like, like to eat when Yeah. And actually breakfast for dinner is my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <Okay>. It's <laughs> Lalon's favorite yeah. thing. She's always yeah. eating like cocoa pops at 11 PM. <laughs> if you had to choose one books or movies. Uh, I mean, both uh, m- lately more movies, but um, yeah. Okay. Last thing you bought for yourself. What did I buy for myself? Uh, a lot of tablecloths. <laughs> okay. My husband uh, says again and again and again. But yes, a lot of tablecloths. Okay. Next travel destination. Uh, I am going to Porto de Marmi on Sunday. Nice. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Very nice. If you could change one thing about the world right now, what would it be? Uh, I think it needs to slow down. I think it needs better, better tour. I mean, just one thing I can change. Uh, <laughs> I need to change a lot. Uh, I think social media needs to take a, a real look at itself and yeah. just bring it back to earth and be, be real. Actually, you know what? I discovered an, an app from my son. Maybe it's old. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's called Be Real. 
which I quite <laughs> like uh, because it you take a picture and it shows you the both sides of the camera. So if you take a picture, if I take a picture yeah. of you, it's yeah. also at the yeah. same time a picture of me. And it's again, it's less styled or yeah. just the real kind of That's cool. Yeah, which I, which I thought was nice. And actually, I thought maybe I should join that. Um, and then my son said, um, because apparent, but again, I think social media needs to just the values need to be all re, re rethought. Yeah, I think Instagram is yeah. really rubbish right now because it keeps Terrible. showing me like these rubbish videos that I don't even care about. <laughs> and also, they're all on my news feeds that I, I'm not even following them. So, all the people I'm following, I don't even get to see what I'm following. <laughs> just a load of I agree. Rubbish. Listen, my Instagram is full of Pomeranians and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> and watches and jewelry. But yeah, but it's uh, it's just. Yeah, it's not it's not a discovery anymore, and yeah. that's why I think it's 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 showing you just more and more and more. And like you said, it's not necessarily what you want to see just because you clicked on something by accident once. Mm-hmm. So yeah, social media yeah. needs to yeah. be fixed. Someone uh, I got a fix- question, a quick fire, mm-hmm. a pump pusher sure, question. Sure. Like I always like asking this, but what will you always find in your fridge? Oh, my fridge. Uh, um. What do I find? Always fruit, always celery and ginger, because that's mm-hmm. what I actually have every morning when I wake up, celery juice with ginger. Um oh, juice of ginger. Wow, that's that's quite hard, man. <laughs> like you know what? I can't function without it. I don't drink coffee, I don't drink tea, I don't drink alcohol, I don't drink, right. you know, mm-hmm. but that's really is my yeah, celery and ginger. Uh, for I, me. I would say then, I would try that, but I know I won't. <laughs> that is tough uh, it's also actually quite fun because everywhere in the world you go you realize how different celery tastes oh really oh. yeah okay. yeah it's completely different okay. so yeah celery and ginger and chocolate okay. like dairy-free chocolate truffles hang on is this celery ginger as a smoothie juice or is it actually no 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 as a juice i was gonna yeah. say okay I was like, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> no i don't <laughs> No, no, as a juice, a yeah, juice. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's okay. A hard <laughs> Best memory in the first half of 2022. Best memory of, um, it was a trip to Oman. Actually, we went very last minute and uh, didn't know what to expect, and we took a trip to the mountains in Oman in this. Mm-hmm amazing hotel in the middle of nowhere on a cliff and it was just the most beautiful place i think uh, one of the most beautiful places i've ever seen um and uh so that has to go up there with my top memories and oh, it was in nice. here yeah okay definitely. last question one thing you hope to do in the second half of 2022 <sighs> i hope to Actually, I hope to be in Florence in September and uh, finally do a dinner, in, which is long overdue, in the courtyard of the Bargello Museum in Florence, which we support um, uh, as a brand. We we help to preserve, um, and it's the most beautiful courtyard. And I want to do that for um, our people, our you know our clients, and so that's mm-hmm. what I hope to do for the fall yeah and share with other people not just with us yeah okay so okay if you guys would like to see more of carolina's work well i highly recommend this because i think us just describing the frosted gold and everything like you can't 
really visualize it until you see it. So one, obviously try and see in real life. Otherwise, please do visit her website, carolinabucci.com and visit her Instagram page, even though we've just been going on about how rubbish Instagram is at Carolina underscore Bucci. And as always, you can reach us on the waiting list podcast Instagram page. Bye. Thank you. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to the waiting list podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at the waiting list podcast on Instagram or via our private accounts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.